Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Now on the team. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome in to this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, locked indoors, talking golf with you. Thanks for joining us. we got a great show for you. And I'll tell you what, I've got some pent-up energy today. I feel like I'm energized, and I'm ready to talk with you all, and I appreciate you tuning in however you're accessing the show. Of course, you can hit us up on our website at realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle It's probably your best spot. Join us there. Give us a follow at Real Golf. And, of course, Real Golf at Real Golf Radio is where you can find us on Instagram and Facebook as well. You know, we got a great show. One of the things that is um, a positive from all of this. Now, we would love to be talking about PGA Tour golf and some of the storylines that have come out from and since the Players' Championship was canceled, but one of the silver linings is the opportunity to catch people, for one, that are normally traveling and extremely busy, and then to have a little bit more time to develop stories and talk about them. You heard that from Karen Stupples and Tony Finau last week. Really enjoyed that. Again, those are available on our Twitter handle and your favorite podcaster site. This week... We're going to do a little deep dive on a couple of items. The first coming up here in just a few minutes. Johnny Thompson has been out on the PGA Tour as a tour rep for Callaway Golf for the last about 10 years and previously spent some time on the LPGA Tour and the Corn Ferry Tour and what have you. Tried his hand at uh, being a professional golfer for a bit and uh, had a dad that played on the Champions Tour for a little bit. Bob, sounding familiar? Yep. Yep. We... uh we kind of got parallel lives, he and I. Yeah, except your dad won maybe 50 times more than his dad. But anyway, uh, reg- regardless. Yeah, maybe 60. <laughs> John, that's true if you're counting champion store stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but Johnny Thompson, what what a fun guy to talk to. Normally just running crazy busy, and we had a chance to catch up with him and uh, find out what a day in the life of a tour rep is all about. And I know there's many of you out there right now thinking that would be the coolest job in the world. Well, you'll find out about you find out what that job is all about coming up here in just a couple of minutes. And then also, we're going to welcome the back nine, hour number two, Tom Lehman, our good friend. And he and I share our birthday together, so it's kind of tradition that we talk to him in March. So we're going to do that. And uh, the caddy's going to stop by. And then we're going to tell you a little bit more about golf bags. Because if you are 
still able to get out and play some golf. Most likely you're not riding in a golf court. You got to carry your bag. And we're going to tell you about some golf bags and some things to consider with our good buddy Nate Adelman from Callaway Golf. So that's all what's coming. It's going to be a jam-packed show. We're going to have a good time today, Bob. We're going to have a great time. And uh, those golf bags look pretty cool, man. Yeah, they're really cool. And uh, by the way, Masters Preview coming up next week, which would have been Masters Preview. And 2003 champ Mike Weir is going to stop by. So we got all that for you coming up. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your River Quiver at riversmith.com. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I'm excited about this next one. I think there is probably inside all golfers, there's a little bit of a of a nudge inside wondering what might it be like to be a tour rep, make that their career, be able to work with the best players in the world, find themselves with their office changing from great golf course to great golf course, following those players out there on the PGA tour. And so I, I, I I suspect it's not as glamorous as we all uh, portray it to be in our minds. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. It's that glamorous, Bob. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. All right. You're debunking me right off the bat. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know you've had experience with that. So, uh, however, it's still a job. I know that's out there. Anyway, we're welcoming in uh, the tour rep for Callaway Golf uh, from Florida, Johnny Thompson, joining us right now. Hey, Johnny, how are you, man? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. For, uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's good. Really fun to visit with you. So you kind of heard my little intro there. I mean, am, am I far off? Is it is it is it all glamour out there or is it is it a job and traveling around and day to day stuff that you sort of become accustomed to? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a job's a job. Every job has amazing perks. And, you know, there's things about everybody else's job that they probably little things here and there that they don't like or are annoying. But, I mean, I am pretty lucky and pretty uh, – I mean, I, I'm, I'm thankful to have the, the position I have because I absolutely love my job and I love the company I work for. So I, I am very lucky. But, yeah, I mean, you're always going to have your good and your bad days in any role, uh, in life. So, but, uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything else. That's for sure. Yeah. You get to travel around and see, um, see all the tour stops on the PGA tour, um, the majors, all that kind of stuff and rub shoulders with the best players in the world. It's it. What else could be bad about this whole position? <laughs> yeah. And you've done this, Bob. You're asking I have that. This, yes. <laughs> He's not even going to answer that. He's going to he's, he's going to leave it at that. So, but but I have heard stories of Johnny. I've heard stories. Bob and I've been doing the show for twenty one years now, and I've heard lots of stories about the food in New Orleans, about uh, you know the opportunities that were back in the day. To they, I think Bob heard the story about the Eagles tickets, Bob, and staying at somewhere at Congressional, and all these. I mean, there there are some pretty cool stuff about hanging with that group of folks, huh? No, it is. It's 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 really fun because I mean, I grew up a golfer. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love the game of golf. So naturally, uh, you know, just being in that arena is exciting for me because I love the game. And, and, um, you know, some of the guys, when I first started out there, uh, the guys that I've watched on TV or look up to, or, you know, maybe mimics my golf swing or, or the way I approach the game after. So it was really, it was pretty surreal to be working with those guys that I was kind of, you know, trying not to fanboy too hardcore when I would, when I met them <laughs> for the first time. Um, but then now, now I've been out there for, I think I started this in my 10th year on the PGA tour. So it's wow. kind of funny. Like I actually, I guess I feel kind of old out there at times, you know, like you see guys like, uh, you know, Sam Burns and, and, uh, Joaquin Neiman and some of these like really young guys that come out of college early or, or in Joaquin's case, not even at all. And, and they, uh, set the world afire. It's just, uh, it's funny. Cause I mean, they're so much younger than I am and I still feel kind of young, but I guess I'm not. Yeah, it hits us quick. Johnny Thompson, tour rep for Callaway Golf. So tell us your story. I mean, you mentioned being a golfer. I know you live in Florida and you do some surfing. Tell us your, your story. How did you how did you come up through golf and end up being this being a rep for Callaway? Yeah, um, I played college golf at the University of North Florida, and um, you know, I was a very mediocre college player. And then I, you know, I, but I wanted to try. I wanted to play out of school. I gave myself three years, ended up giving myself one bonus year. So I played professionally for four years and 
uh, Hooters tour and, you know, all the, all the mini tours around Florida and the Southeast, um, to the, uh, the Iowa stretch there at Waterloo and Cedar Rapids and those oh, Waterloo. Maps, but, played that tournament uh, a few times. Yep. Oh, such a fun town. I, we joked around <laughs> that was my favorite town to the cut in. <laughs> I'd like to have dinner um, with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We, we, we can, can share some stories. good stories together. <laughs> hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, I, uh, so after playing, um, you know, I, I played for four years and again, I was mediocre at professional golf as well. And just, uh, decided it was done being broke. And, um, and I was lucky enough to interview with Callaway at the PGA show, uh, for, a for an opening back at the headquarters as a club specialist, um, mainly just doing club fittings with, with, uh, consumers that would come in and, and want to get fitted for Callaway golf clubs. And I did that for a year and a half. And then a position opened up in the tour department to work on the LPGA tour. And I, uh, was lucky enough to get that role. And I, I worked out there for two years, uh, on the LPGA tour. And then I moved to the corn Ferry tour for a year. And then after that moved to the PGA tour, which I think I'm, like I said, I think I'm, I think it was my 10th year. Um, so kind of, Kind of went from like a playing career somewhat to into a, uh, an arena that I was extremely familiar with. My dad played professionally, uh, played on the tour in the 70s and early 80s. And uh, my mom teaches golf still to this day for a living. So it's kind of been in my DNA whether I wanted it or not. That's really cool. Is, is there much difference in working with the players on each particular tour that you've been on? Uh, y- yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's differences. I mean, when you're um, – you know, the LPGA tour, uh, I have no problem saying is one of the, is by far the nicest group of professional athletes I've ever worked with. They are, uh, just great people. It's a great tour. Um, uh, kind of joke called the please and thank you tour. They're so nice. <laughs> and, uh, but it, 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 I really enjoyed my time out there. Um, and then, uh, corn Ferry tour was awesome because it's such a young kind of eager, fresh out of school, um, you know, guys that are just excited to have somebody there to help them with equipment. You know, a lot of those guys have never experienced that before. Um, so it, they're just really eager to have me be a part of their team and, and help them in any which way that I could. And then on the PJ tour, it, it's the same, but it's just, it, it takes a little bit longer to sort of work your way into these circles because each player has a very tight, uh, tight knit circle and they, they just don't open up the doors to. So as, um, you know, you put, you put your time in out, uh, out there and you get to know these guys and, 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 you know, they realize that you're there, um, you know, that you're quality help and, um, you know, nobody knows Callaway equipment better than the tour reps. So we, uh, it just takes a while, a little bit longer out there to sort of gain their trust. And you feel like you have to earn it a little bit more out there, um, which I have no problem, uh, you know, putting in the time for. Uh, but it just seems like it, those kind of things take a little bit longer on the PGA Tour. Johnny Thompson's tour rep for Callaway Golf joining us here on Real Golf Radio. It's kind of a dream job for, for many golfers out there. So take us through uh, the job. What's a typical week like out there at a regular tour event? Yeah, we. Um, so most of the full-time tour reps, we, we're between 40 and 45 weeks a year uh, on the road at some point. Uh, it might not all 40 to 45 be PGA tour events. Some of those could be, you know, um, we could do fitting events in the off season when new product comes out, things like that. But we generally spend, um, close to 45 weeks, uh, on the road. Now the week's split in half. I, uh, I usually leave on the second to last or last flight out of Daytona beach and, uh, fly to the, uh, the tour event. Um, and then, uh, we work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
Wednesday, usually around one to two o'clock, uh, all the trucks start, start popping in and the trucks pull out. A lot of tournaments have a set time that the trucks have to leave because, uh, just logistically there could be issues with getting all those big trucks out of the parking lot or, you know, out onto a road or however it be. Um, sometimes we'll have to stop traffic. So, uh, we have a, a, a jam packed week. Uh, Monday is sun up to sundown, Tuesday, sun up to sundown. And then, uh, Wednesday you have about till, you know, till one thirty or two to get all those things done that you have to, uh, in the work week. Hey, Johnny, uh, we got to take a short break. Can you hang on with us through the break? And I want to ask you, uh, how stressful or exciting or both is it when you're working with these best players in the world? You okay to hang on for a sec? Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. Well, take a short break. We'll be back. Johnny Thompson, uh, tour rep for Callaway Golf. Continue the conversation next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Want to feel the need for speed on the golf course? Come into Uinta Golf and check out the new Cobra Speed Zone Drivers, Fairways, Irons, and Hybrids. The new King Speed Zone Driver and King Speed Zone Extreme Driver has been designed to go as fast and straight as possible. New Speed Zone King SC is Cobra's first ever carbon fiber iron line that delivers maximum speed, power, and forgiveness. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new Cobra Speed Zone Series golf club. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. 
Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, continuing our conversation with uh, PGA Tour rep, Johnny Thompson with Callaway Golf. And, uh, Johnny, we left off there talking about sort of a day in the life and, and what you're doing. Uh, I mentioned how exciting or stressful is it uh, working with these best players in the world, especially knowing that they're relying on what you're building for them and the equipment that you're providing them to really make history and, and compete at the highest level in our sport. Yeah, it it, it is stressful. Um, I know on the outside it, you could look at it and say, oh, wow, you just get to hang out with you know, famous golfers and, you know, try different golf clubs. Like it's, but it's, it's a lot more uh, than that. We uh, definitely, there's a lot of pride that goes into it and there's a lot of expectations that we have of ourselves and that, you know, our management has of us. And, um, you know, there's, there's times where you really are kind of stressed out making sure that a guy's truly in the, uh, you know, the product that's going to help him play his best. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, do, do you get nervous or there is times, you know, where like, I'll tell you a perfect example is uh, a player that maybe you haven't quite entered that circle of trust, you know, where you really, you can say what you you want to say and not fear that, you know, you could upset them or whatever. But when you're in that circle, if a guy's hitting his driver and says, we got to do some driver work and you step up on the tee and you watch five balls fly and, and you know immediately, like, this isn't a driver issue. This is a player issue. So it's, you know, having having the relationship, having the history of, of them knowing that they you've watched them hit many a golf balls over the years and, you know, being able to say, hey, you know, you're, you're so out of sync right now, uh, you know, however you want to, you know, whatever swing flaw they could have. Like, it, being able to say that is like a, a, a huge relief so that you don't just go chasing down a road that, uh, you know, you end up compensating for yeah. a, a build, you know, that a week later they're swinging better. And now that, you know, the driver's not acting right again. So it's the, the stressful part is just kind of, you know, there's those moments where you need to be able to have the, the, the trust and the confidence to, to say, Hey, you know, this is, this is a you problem. This isn't a club problem. And then, you know, the other times it is a club problem and it's, it's time to go to work. It's time to lean on those things that you learned over the years. And, you know, uh, cause and effect is a huge thing for us. And uh, understanding cause and effect, it really makes club fitting a lot easier. Um, so I'd say that those are probably the, the, the most stressful times are just when a guy's maybe a little bit off, but you got to kind of tiptoe around it and not <laughs> upset him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that'd be a hard conversation to have. Yeah, one of the best players in the world, and you go up to, hey, it's not the club, it's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Maybe. Or how or how about the times when when a guy, it's it's Wednesday morning, maybe comes off the golf course at 11 o'clock, you're going to be rolling out pretty quick, and he's he's saying, hey, I need a new driver. you got to build me a new club. Oh, yeah. I have um, uh, w- one example was uh, <laughs> I remember I was at the Dallas airport, and um, for the first five years on the PGA Tour, I was the Odyssey rep for Callaway. So I did all putters, everything, all putters, <laughs> all day, every day. Everything was about Odyssey putters. And uh, that was a really fun job because it was it was cool to be real specific and real, um, 
in in an area where I could get really deep into to putter design and, and, and putting strokes and, and, uh, you know, the physics of putters. And it, it was very cool, but I had, uh, I had one player and probably figure out who it is at the end of the story. But, uh, he, um, <laughs> he had putted with the same putter that I fit him into on the corn Ferry tour the year before he had putted with the same thing and lit it up, you know, got his, got his card. Uh, graduated the PJ tour. This was my rookie year on the PJ tour as well with him. And through the first like quarter of the year, um, putted well, but hadn't quite lit it up like he did. And then he went on like a two or three week, just cold as ice. And he, he was like, Hey, I, I need to look at something new. I said, no problem. And it was, he used a belly putter. And so he used the same belly putter forever. We made a new, uh, a new putter with a, with a, different head on it and i get to the uh he, monday tuesday watch and putt everything looked great uh wednesday he's not in the proams because he's a rookie and uh he's off site and somewhere off site there's a teacher that was there and they videoed one of his putts and the ball was definitely in this video was launching way higher than it should have been and, and higher than it was on monday or tuesday so whether he changed his ball position or he didn't know it or whatever but i get this video from the player at like two thirty, and I'm sitting in the Delta Sky Club, and I mean he's losing <laughs> it. He's like, I, I don't know what to do, man. I'm freaking out. Uh, like, I, what, what should I do? And I was like, Oh my god! Like trying to get this guy off the ledge, and uh, and I said, Hey, look, you know your gamer is set up. You know the thing is perfect. It's been cold, but you know it rolls the ball as good as you can roll a golf ball. I was like, Just go back to your gamer. Don't let. We'll, we'll address this this issue next week with the new putter. I said, but go back to your gamer. And he's like, all right, that's a good, all right, I'm in. Uh, uh, everything's fine. It's cool. And, and I text him like when I land, I was like, are you still, are you good with this? He's like, absolutely. Yeah, I know it'll roll fine. I can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, he ended up winning that week. And that, and then later went on that at the end of that year to become the first player to ever win a major with a belly putter. And, I always laugh and think back because I was like, oh, my God. Like, if he if, – if that guy, whoever that guy was that filmed his ball and told him, like, hey, that ball's not rolling right, like, send him into this complete down spiral. Uh, I mean, who knows? Like, I don't know if, who, if he would have had a bad putting week and then would have been lost. And I, it's just funny. But that was – I always think back to that. That was one of the funnier interactions I've had with a player. That's cool. That's classic. That's awesome. Uh, Johnny Thompson joining us here to tour up for Callaway Golf, and uh, that, that's a great story. I, I was thinking if somebody, if you said it, it's a you problem, I'm wondering if you, like, is there a code? Like, you know, maybe we had to just change that grip. Uh, is that kind of like code for <laughs> everything? It's a you problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe we need to, yeah, that, that grip is bad mojo. We need to put some freshy, uh tape under it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good, I might actually use that. Hey. <laughs> that's pretty good. Go for it. <laughs> Go. Um, Hey, I thought, you know, you, you just gave a, a great illustration of, of working some, with some players out there, but um, what, what is the, here's an interesting one. And maybe, maybe this, I would guess with Callaway and, and the success you've had with your drivers over the last several years that this probably happens, but what, what is that? The political scene light, right? Cause I've seen, I mean, we've been out there on tour, the trailers are all parked together. When somebody who's under contract with another equipment company suddenly walks in your truck and is like, Hey, I want to, why don't you build me up one of those new drivers you got there? How, like, what is that, that like? And does it get a little bit, uh, I guess, tense with the other reps out there from the other companies? 
Yeah, I mean, we've experienced this now for the last few years, and it really started with um, with the Epic driver uh, when we when we put the jailbreak technology and and saw these ball speeds just jump up dramatically, and then to Rogue, then to Flash uh, with the AI face, and now in Maverick with AI face and jailbreak. Like those technologies had absolutely like sped us up in terms of non-staff usage, players from outside uh, outside the Callaway family asking us if you know if they could test our driver, and and this year has probably been um, let's say the the highest amount of uh, attention we've ever had with the Maverick driver. We got some some really good players that aren't on staff with us right now using the driver and, and using it very well. Uh, and that helps us a lot in the locker room. So yeah, we, we, we are seeing more and more of those uh, non Callaway hats stroll onto the truck, but in terms of between the reps, I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a small, small school out there. We, uh, you really don't want to, it, it's more, it's more healthy to be friends with everybody. Um, yeah. I've seen, I've seen reps out there that go out there and because they work for this company and, you know, screw everybody else. I'm going to be a jerk to you. Like, those guys don't last long. Mm. And, uh, and then, so we're, it's actually extremely cordial. It, we're extremely competitive. Um, you know, I want to, I want Callaway to have the number one driver in play. I want him to be number one fairway in play. Then I want to have the number one iron, so on and so forth. Like, but at the same time, you know, we're all, we're all out there to do a job and to do it with respect and, um, in class. And, and to be honest, it's really, there's a lot of that out there between, you know, other companies and ours. Um, I know if, if a player comes onto our truck and I know that he is contractually obligated to use his company's driver. I mean, there's a couple of companies that I will, I'll say, Hey, yeah, no problem. But, uh, and I'll go talk to their tour manager and say, Hey, just so you know, um, he came on the truck, we're going to build it. Cause he asked us to, I just want to give you a heads up. And, and there's companies that will do the same for us. So, um, there's a lot of respect out there and, 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 and then in that sense, it's, it makes it even more fun to work because it, it would be kind of gross if it was real backstabby and kind of mm-hmm. like high school gossipy, you know, like childish stuff uh, like that happening. But it, it really is quite respectful. Um, but yeah, a little I bit mean, more like a family. Yeah. Cause you know, there, and then there's times where, you know, um, another company's truck might break down, like their generator goes out there. They can't use any of their electronic equipment. Like, they're going to come on our truck and ask if they can borrow a piece of equipment. Absolutely. Like we're all, we're all there to help. We're all there to do a job and we want to help everybody out. But you know, at the same time too, we're, you know, they could come on a truck and at the same time we're trying to figure out how to get, you know, a Callaway driver into, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. somebody, maybe a, a guy that plays their driver at the time. That's an open, open bag, you know, a non-staffer that company. We're trying to figure out how to get our driver in. In, in their hands and test it because we feel pretty confident that if we can just get in the bag for the test that we uh, will win. Hey, Johnny, before we let you go, uh, were you involved with the Henrik Stenson three-wood swap, you know, when that magical three-wood finally broke? Because uh, that was an interesting story, and it feels to me, I mean, help me with my, my theory, is is that three-woods are – oftentimes the the toughest club to switch a player. They If they get a good three-wood, a lot of times they'll stick with it. Henrik Stenson, obviously, uh, is a great example. But is that true? And what was it like with Henrik, if you were involved with that? Yeah. Um, uh, well, first off, yes, three-woods are extremely difficult to replace. If the guys have the same three-wood in play for more than a couple of years, you know you got your hands full when, you know, each, each January, February, you get new product out and, you know, we want our guys using new product and, uh, 
and you know, if the guys have the same through for two or three years, it's, that's going to be an uphill battle. It just, it, it's a funny club because of the dynamics that it's used. I mean, it's the only club really that is re- repeatedly used in two completely different conditions, you know, the ball off the ground and the ball on the ground. So there's, there's a lot of different things about three woods and how they perform and where, it, you know, one can be so good off the deck and then off the tee, it's terrible or vice versa. So three woods are tough. A guy finds one he likes and a lot of times he doesn't want to switch like Henrik Stenson, who uh, made that Diablo octane three wood about as famous as a three wood could get. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, um, so when his, his broke, um, he had a couple weeks off and he lives in Lake Nona. I live about an hour or so away from there. So, um, yeah, I built a few things up and it was, um, let's see, it was right before Asia, maybe the WGC last year. Um, and, um, went over and spent some time with him. And, you know, we, we, we had no problem supplying him with Diablo Octane, uh, three woods, you know, cause he would break them at times, you know, he hits them a lot and he practices a lot to faces eventually give, with that kind of speed and precision on impact location. Um, but we just, I mean, we flat out, like we just didn't have any more. I mean, these things were like eight, nine, ten years old, maybe. Um, and, uh, and he, he had run out too. He ran through a few of the ones that he had gotten off of eBay or, or wherever it was the last <laughs> few years that he was trying to collect them. But, um, yeah, and our, our flash three, we had so much success with the flash fairway model. So, um, I went over there at Lake Nona, we spent some time and, and he had one, one Diablo that he, uh, Diablo Octane that was a backup, but he didn't like it as much. And, um, we dialed in a flash, uh, 13, five sub zero, uh, with the new true temper, uh, smoke green shaft and it outperformed all the others. We tested a few other options. Um, but it actually outperformed the Diablo that he had, which he knew wasn't as good as his gamer that he had for the longest time. But, um, it was nice that the flash was able to, outperform it and um yeah he, we left in a pretty good place and um we actually did driver work that week that week too and he switched drivers um but he went i, I think he played well at wgc and then his next event i think was hero uh the tigers event which he won yeah and which was funny because he wins that event on sunday and on tuesday i'm scheduled to meet him in orlando to introduce the maverick product to him and we just got him in a brand and a new flash driver and a new flash three wood. And he's holding the trophy on Sunday. And now on Tuesday we're high fiving and, you know, sharing, you know, he's telling some stories about some of the things that happened, you know, during that final round and, and we're laughing and, you know, just happy. And you know, it's like, all right, well, let's get you out of that thing. <laughs> get you into the Maverick, baby. Get you yeah. in a new one. It's Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, Henrik is um, easily one of the greatest people I've ever worked with on equipment. He's, He's fun. He's obviously he's a machine, so he's easy to test with because he, he basically gives you the same swing over and over and over. It's really quick and easy to determine if something uh, is working or if it isn't. And then, um, it, you know, it's been reported, but he is one of the funniest people on the planet. It's just yes. extremely yep. dry, so it doesn't – Underrated. If you just, yeah, if you just kind of watch him on TV, you're like, there's, there's no way the guy's funny. He's just so stoic and kind of just mono-faced. But then you get him, you get him where he's, you know, with no cameras on him, and he's about as funny as it gets. He can he can throw out some good ones. Absolutely. Hey, Johnny, before we let you go, uh, I think I said that on the last question. Sorry, but yeah, you did. I did. I know. But favorite tour stop. I mean, we got to throw that in, right? Your favorite tour stop. Uh, oh man, it's 
Yeah, I mean, hands down, uh, it's the start of the year. Um, start at Kapalua and then go to Oahu. Um, those four days in between those events that I stay in Hawaii are probably my four favorite off days surfing? of the year. Do you um, surfing? Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we're, we play a bunch of golf at Turtle Bay and surf on North Shore. I have a awesome. friend that works uh, for another company, and, um, you know, I bunk up and just go basically surf and play golf till we can't stand up anymore and uh so yeah yeah, hawaii events are by far my favorite but then anything really anything near the coast i I mean i went to school in jacksonville so i absolutely the players is like it's pretty nostalgic for me i go there and i'm just like like i feel like i'm back in school again so i love the players and uh and, and then i'd say um Hawaii for sure is number one. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Well, Johnny, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Uh, again, I think a lot of our listeners and, and golf fans uh, think that you probably have the dream job working out there. So, uh, you know, well done on getting there and congratulations and, you know, best of luck riding the rest of this out. Hopefully you'll, you'll be back in, at work uh, real quick. Yeah, I hope. I think our Colonials, the, um, the next one on the schedule that hasn't been postponed or canceled. So we're all, you know, golf's a, kind of a, it's a small, small deal uh, here right now with what the world's dealing with. So um, hope, hope just everybody gets better and get this thing behind us so that, you know, everybody can get back to work. But you know, I, I'll be, I'll be very excited if, if I'm flying to, uh, to Fort Worth there in, in mid-May. I'll be very excited to get back to work. Yeah, no doubt. Awesome. In the meantime, enjoy the beach while you can. And uh, we appreciate you spending time with us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, you thanks, got it. Johnny. There you go. Johnny Thompson joining us right here. He's Callaway Tour rep, and uh, there's some great stuff, really good insights about what it's like day in the life of a tour rep, and you heard it right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. Show continues next. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. 
Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Johnny Thompson. Oh, man, how fun was that? Uh, Day in the life and a little insight on a tour rep on the PGA Tour. And and I'll tell you, there's a lot of guys that feel like that is the coolest job. And uh, I know that you, you know, had a chance to do that a little bit, Bob. But, um, oh, wait, sorry, before we get into that. Kenny? You know, ever since we lost Kenny... 81 years old. I've just been on a little bit of a Kenny Rogers kick, and I had to give him a little tribute here. This is his most popular song for sure, huh? It is. The Gambler? Oh, The Gambler's a pretty good one. It's got to be his most popular song. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how that segues necessarily into our conversation about tour refs, but that's just just me, uh, you know, with a little bit of... A little bit of tribute there to the gambler himself, uh, Mr. Kenny Rogers. It's your platform. You can do what the Rest heck in you peace. want. Rest in peace, man. I, I, I just, I, it reminds me of my youth. That's all I can tell you. But uh, <laughs> back to being a tour rep, Bob. I mean, you know, again, we joked there afterwards, and, and we were, you know, talking uh, with Johnny off the air, and he, you just said, look, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of parallel lines, as you said, between the yep. two of you. Yeah. Uh, you know, both of us played college golf. Um, we both played mini tours when we were done. Um, we both caddied for our dads. We both tried to, to get out on the PGA tour. We both were tour reps. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of parallels. <laughs> <laughs> so when you hear those, some of those stories, uh, about being a tour rep, I, you had a great time out there. I know you enjoyed your yeah. time uh, out there on the PGA tour, but I was a little surprised that you were so quick to say, yeah, it's a great job. Like you, you didn't, you didn't feel the the same struggles that uh, in any kind of day-to-day job has when you were out there? You just looked forward to it every week? Oh, yeah, it was it was fun. Um, as he said, you know, you'd go out on either Sunday night or if it was a West Coast tournament, I'd be out um, late Sunday night or, or early Monday morning um, when things went went to the East Coast, to Florida, and that kind of thing, then I – then I definitely left on Sunday nights, but, um, and, and then I was back home, uh, Wednesday nights and, and doing everything I needed to do to prepare to get ready for, uh, the next week. But it, you know, it was, it was an, a great experience. It was fun working with players on tour, um, trying to get drivers in play. 
um, trying to get clubs in play. We had a couple staff players when I was with Goldwyn. Uh, Nick Price was with us and and a couple of other guys, Paul Sankowski. Um, and then, you know, it, it there's a learning curve definitely when you first get out there. Um, I, I thought it was interesting that he also said that, you know, he went into Callaway to begin with as as a club fitter and then worked his way onto the LPGA Tour and then the Corn Ferry Tour and now on the PGA Tour. And it's taken him 10 years to get to um, the point where he's at right now, having been out on the PGA Tour now for about five or six years. But, um, yeah, it's 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 really fun to be out there, to be at the event, um, to uh, work in the tour trailers, getting product ready for players, um, having samples and everything that you need at your at your hands to be able to um, give players the clubs and the equipment that they need to get out there and play, and uh, and also feeling kind of the the nerves and the and the jitters in talking to some of the best players in the world. And you can't help but root for those guys, right? I mean, they become, oh, yeah. they become your guys, and, uh, and and you pull for them, and you want them to do well, not only from you, you know a brand standpoint, but also just from a from a human standpoint. Yes. Yeah. And like, like I said to him, it's almost like you, even though the, the competition is there, as, as he spoke about, even though that's there, um, it's almost like you're a family. Guys go out to dinner together. Um, you go out to dinner with players. Um, you hear all the latest stories. You, you get in good with the caddies. I mean, there's a lot of information, a lot of fun that you can learn about what's going on out there, being out there every week. So one of the things he mentioned that we didn't really take the time to develop was his comment about the LPGA tour and uh-huh. how he calls it the please and thank you, you know, tour <laughs> and just how nice the, the players are. I'll never forget. And, and admittedly, the only actual LPGA tour event that I've covered in person was the Kia classic out in right. uh, Carlsbad, Aviara. And I remember Stacy Lewis had just become the number one player in the world and she was coming off a win, and she was at the key, and I asked the media coordinator if we could, if I could set up a one-on-one. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. no problem. So Stacy came over, and she came, you know, when they said, oh, she'll be ready right after this. She came right after this, hey, I'm Stacy. you know, happy to talk to you. And I mean, it, 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 it almost, it's almost shocking yes. how available they are, how nice. I yep. mean, you heard us talk to Karen Stupples, mm-hmm. you know, over the years, and, and last week she was on the show. I mean, they, these ladies, they appreciate the opportunity that they have and they're very gracious about it. And, uh, and I'm sure that's not the case, right? Everybody, every, every tour has their, their players and whatnot, but that some that are more challenging than others, but by and large. And again, the other things that I witnessed is as soon as we were done talking, Stacy went around, took pictures with people, signed autographs. Again, I know the PGA tour does that, but it was much more personal and interactive. The other thing that struck me is uh, Christy Kerr on the first tee. I watched her and Michelle Wee teeing off uh, in that first round, and she had pre-signed a sleeve of golf balls, and her Mm -hmm. caddy went and handed them to some of the girls along the ropes on the first tee before they teed off, and I thought that was pretty cool. So anyway, it just reminded me of that that when he made that comment, I I have had that experience, and I think the LPGA Tour, if you have an opportunity to go watch these ladies play, and they're phenomenal players, don't don't think that you're going to be shortcut or anything because um, you don't think they hit it as far, which they don't hit it as far as the men, but they probably hit it further than you, and they they certainly hit it better than you. And it's watching them and their game is is fun to watch. You know, 
along with what you're talking about with the LPGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, the P and, and the PGA Tour. First of all, the PGA Tour. We know we know the PGA Tour is the best tour in the world. The best professional golfers play on the PGA Tour. So there's a little bit of kind of an air of of we we are the best um, in, in the game that plays on the PGA Tour. So it's a little bit it's a little bit more difficult when you get to the Corn Ferry and you get to the LPGA Tour. There's a feeling of gratitude, yeah, from the players, um, and and they're not afraid to to give back and 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 to be grateful for what what they have and what they're being able to do and play golf as a profession and also have tour reps and that kind of thing out there. Champions Tour is a lot the same way um, to have tour reps out there to help them get the best possible product in their hands to be able to play the best on the tour and make the most amount of money. So what what uh, from your time as a rep on the Champions Tour what what what's uh, what's a story that comes to mind? What what's something that you recall fondly, either in interaction with a player or what you did at a particular tour stop, or what what what's some what's something that comes to mind? Well, you know, it's a lot of those guys. They knew me because I grew up, yeah, watching them play, and so I was, you know, always around them. Um, knew my dad. They they kind of um, they were open to me. Where, where it was a little bit tougher on the PGA Tour as far as being able to get product into players' hands. But I, I remember George Archer. He won the Masters in 1969, um, beat my dad in 1969, and then my dad came back in, in 1970. I can remember George Archer working with him quite a bit and how nice he was and how we always talked about fly fishing up there in, in Truckee, Nevada, where in, in the area where he lived near Reno and, and, uh, and Lake Tahoe and how he loved to fish and everything. Just sharing those stories, it was it was really cool. Yeah, well, uh, I'll bet he was nice to you. He was really appreciative that he, uh, yep. your dad didn't take that green jacket away from him. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty. Did he? Did your dad lose to him in a playoff that year? And then won no, my it? dad. My dad had a three shot lead, and he needed to make birdie on going to the last hole. George Archer had caught him. My dad needed to make birdie on the last hole and didn't. And Archer beat him by a shot. Gotcha. And then won in a playoff over his good friend Gene Littler. The following year. Pretty yep. crazy stuff. All right, listen, uh, good memories. Thanks for sharing that, Bob. We'll take a short break. Wrap up hour number one next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to uh, Johnny Thompson for spending time with us here on uh, hour number one. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two, our conversation with America's favorite caddy. Tom Lehman joins us, the 96 Open champion, as well as Nate Adelman from uh, Callaway Golf, talking some golf bags, a little deep dive into that. But right now it's time for... What you're missing, brought to you by Hoops Vision. See what you've been missing and get your eyes fixed. Go to Hoops Vision or HoopsVision.com and schedule your free consultation. Mention Rogue Off Radio and save $1,000 off of your LASIK procedure. Bob, what are we missing? <laughs> we're missing professional golf. Yeah. We missed the Players' Championship. We missed the Valspar. But what we're missing this week is the WGC Dell Technologies match play in Austin, Texas, where Kevin Kisner won last year. Mm, man, Kiz, Kiz put on a performance, too. And, yep. um, you know, it was a little surprising that he didn't end up making it onto the President's Cup team. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one that we thought that he would based on his good play. But he's one that you might expect that if he keeps up the good play with his ability to do well in match play, that he could be a pick. Yeah, he could work himself right into it, no doubt about it. Kevin Kistner ended up uh, beating Matt Kuchar last year, 3-2. and two. All right, there you go. That's the Hoops Vision. See what you've been missing. The back nine is next. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. First British Prime Minister Boris Johnson announces 
He's tested positive for coronavirus, and now a second top British official says he has too. Health Secretary Matt Hancock announcing on Twitter, "I've also had some mild symptoms of coronavirus, uh, and upon medical advice, I was tested, and that test has been positive. So I'll be self-isolating here." And- The U.S. House now considering the massive coronavirus economic stimulus bill, the largest rescue package in U.S. history. It's expected to pass the House before the day is over after unanimous passage in the Senate back on Wednesday. The president has said he'll sign the bill quickly once it wins final passage. On Wall Street, stocks sharply lower after a huge three-day rally. The Dow Jones industrial average has been down over a thousand points at times. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I do high school ball. I umpire softball and baseball, so I'm very busy and very active. And the main thing I've noticed since I started Balance of Nature is when I do these baseball softball tournaments, I don't deal with cramps anymore, which has really been a big deal because I used to be basically after two days of a tournament, I would be bound up with cramping a good bit of the next day, and now I don't deal with it at all. So that's a real good thing. Don't wait to see what getting over ten servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and thirty-five percent off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling one eight hundred two four six eight seven five one, or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Attorney General William Barr is now telling federal prisons to send some inmates home. He's directed the Federal Bureau of Prisons to increase home confinement, especially for older inmates or those with underlying health conditions. Director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci, has issued a warning that the coronavirus could come back in cycles in the near future. Here's more from USA Radio's John Clemens. The nation's top expert on infectious disease warned the U.S. should be prepared that the coronavirus could become cyclical. We need to be prepared that we'll get a cycle around the second time. Dr. Fauci said that the U.S. must be working to develop a vaccine by continuing work to do the randomized controlled trial of drugs. I know we'll be successful in putting this down now, but we really need to be prepared for another cycle. This is USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for a dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. A huge Navy hospital ship is heading to New York. President Trump telling reporters at the White House the USNS Comfort will be getting underway from its wave from Virginia to the coronavirus hotspot this Saturday morning. Trump telling Governor Andrew Cuomo the ship will arrive in New York Harbor by Monday morning. He notes it's loaded up to the top with medical supplies, in his words, and he says it will help take some pressure off 
the brick-and-mortar hospitals in New York City. Airbnb is giving 100,000 health care workers around the world free housing during the pandemic. The company's co-founder says hosts want to support those on the front lines of it, and they can offer their homes and apartments through the Open, Helm, uh, open Homes platform. It was created in 2012 for emergency housing, If hosts can't do it for free, Airbnb will still waive all fees. And the U.S. Space Force is now in business. The new military branch conducting its first national security space launch from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station in Florida yesterday. A United Launch Alliance rocket blasting a military communications satellite into orbit. The Space Force put together as part of the annual defense bill. Find us online anytime. We're at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. And, you know, while we sit around in our homes and uh, discover, adjust, I guess, to this new uh, way of life, at least temporarily, we find ourselves doing all kinds of interesting things and searching and trying to bide the time uh, in the evenings and we normally would go out or do other things. And so we're hoping that we can provide a little relief for you right here on Real Golf Radio. And we got a good hour number two coming up for you. We're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. You got a full dose of him, a full back nine last week. We're not going to do that this week, but we will get a little caddy in there. And then Tom Lehman, really excited to welcome in the 1996 Open champion and uh, longtime professional former Ryder Cup captain as well and uh, participant. Uh, so we'll talk to Tom coming up. Nate Adelman gives us a deep dive on golf bags from Callaway Golf also. And like I mentioned in uh, the open of the show, if you're out playing golf, if you're fortunate to be a place where you can get out and play some golf, you're probably walking, even if you're accustomed to riding because the carts are much uh, the time shut down. And so you might be interested in some golf bag technology and how it can make it a little easier for you on your walk, uh, which is always good. And Nate's going to tell us about some new technology in golf bags from Callaway Golf. So uh, that's what we got queued up for you here. And I'll tell you what, Bob, I, I, I definitely don't uh, prefer this 
method, I guess, of, of staying home. But there are a few things that have come from it. I mean, you know, the chance doing any binge binge watching. Yeah, it's exactly. Been watching a little bit of, you know, some Netflix and some TV, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, actually, lot, not much TV. I try not to. I get discouraged by turning the TV on. So I mostly just watch Netflix or Disney Plus or right. or something along those lines. But um, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of that, spending time with the fam. You know, my yeah. teenagers normally, they don't, I don't even see them, but they're forced to be around me now. So I guess that's kind of a nice thing. <laughs> so you kind of reined them in a little bit, huh? Well, I'd say COVID reined them in, and then we've been able to take advantage of the of their presence. So that's well, nice. That's good. Yeah. So, and then I, you know, I, I still sneak out to the river in the evenings sometimes, just a little solidarity out in my or waders. the mornings. Well, it's been a little cold in the mornings. So I've been going in the evenings when there I have you a go. chance. But yeah, I I do love that. Um, it certainly is social distancing at its finest. I posted a couple of pictures up on social media if you want to check it out at Real Golf at Real Golf BT. Um, this is where you can find me as well, but yeah, we got a great show. We're going to have fun. I can't, I can't wait to talk to the caddy. Um, he's always entertained. In fact, I've talked plenty to the caddy over the last <laughs> week. He has a lot to say. And so we've spent a lot of time on the phone and we'll get a little bit of time with him coming up next here on the show. And then Tom Lehman, Nate Adelman, all straight ahead. Thanks for joining us here on real golf radio. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com odyssey the number one putter in golf callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance it's why callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row and this year they created an iron that the world has never seen maverick callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded, Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. 
How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver a an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show, Brian and Bob. It's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. You can check them out at CallawayGolf.com. The ball that changed the ball is even better and uh, available at stores uh, as of uh, March 12th. So it's been out for a couple of weeks, although I hear they're in limited supply. So get them while you can, CallawayGolf.com. All right, it's time for America's Favorite Caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. You know, we went a full hour of the caddy last week, which was a bit unprecedented, so we're going to start the hour off this Week in uh, on the back nine with America's favorite caddy. Hey, what's up, caddy? I'm still trying to catch my breath from last week. <laughs> you don't strike me as one who has a hard time catching his breath. Well, every once in a while, I do pause to inhale. <laughs> yeah, long-winded caddy. And that's well, you know they. Uh, one of the rules of caddying is don't say anything unless you're sure you're going to, you know, don't say anything that's going to hurt the situation. Don't say anything stupid. Get better keep your mouth shut than not. So I must be. Making up for lost time? Yeah, there's got to be lots. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's, what <laughs> that's the line. So I'm making up for lost time. After Thanks. all those years on the caddy, on the tour of uh, show up, shut up, and keep up, you are now uh, releasing all your stories and all your information. Let me go. Yeah. Deep breath. Hey, hey Tom Lehman's going to join us coming up next. Um, you know, I, I think of the 96 Open at Royal Litham and St. Anne's. Obviously, Brookline, he, he led that charge first match out on Sunday for the historic comeback in the Ryder Cup. Uh, what, any, any, did you guys have a chance to play much with uh, Tom Lehman when you were out there? I'm guessing you did. We did. We, we got to play with him now and then, and uh, – back when Andy Martinez was working for him. Um, got to stay with him for a week at the senior British Open Championship when it was at Carnoustie. Stayed mm. in the house he rented in St. Andrews. It was a pretty cool place to hang out every night. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty neat. We sat up talking every every night, talking about this or that, um, just Tom and I. Uh, I learned a lot of a lot of cool things. That was That was a very special week for me. Good guy. 
It's got to be a special week. I mean, you're in St. Andrews. You're caddying. You got some of the greatest players ever. Uh, an open champion himself was right there. Uh, you're staying at his house. I, I imagine. Is there any stories you can share? I mean, you guys stayed up talking. Anything you can share with us? Well, I, I want to say thank you to Tom for bringing me coffee every night. He'd go out to the local coffee joint. I don't know if it was Starbucks or what it was. Probably wasn't over there. But he'd bring back a cup of coffee. I want a cup of coffee. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then he'd it up and basically I learned uh, some words of wisdom. The one thing that really stuck in my mind about him, because I was asking about his game, because he was a unique guy who was obviously pretty talented. He made the tour, I think, when he was 23 and lost his card, and then he didn't show up again until he was in his 30s, I think. It was quite a while. Yeah. And so I asked him for some golf advice and this and that. And the, the thing that he said that that stuck to me. He said, the thing I'm gladdest I never did, he used to hit, he said, I always could hit a hard draw. I always had that shot. And even when he didn't win the U.S. Open and the Masters, um, people were kind of criticizing him, and there's the idea floating around that he needed to get away from that shot. And That probably caught him, cost him the U.S. Open at, well, kind of. Remember at Oakland Hills when he hit the draw off the tee? and it went into the bunker off a good tee shot on 18, and I think he made yeah. bogey and lost. And I think that's where that came from. But anyway, he said, I'm glad I never took any of that advice. He said, I never went away from that. He said, every great player, every good player has a strength, and you never want to go away from your strength. And I thought that was a pretty wise thing. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great comment. My dad always used to tell me when I was, when I was playing and stuff like that, don't, don't, don't get big ears and listen to what everybody else is saying. Um, go with what got you to where you're at and make sure that you, uh, you keep playing and, and working on your game the way you know how your game's played. It's good advice, isn't it? You, if you got to the tour, I think uh, guys get to a level, get to here, get to there. It's kind of, I'll make a quick, quick analogy. It's like when you're playing in the club championship and you completely change your routine. You All of a sudden, you're cleaning your clubs, you're scrubbing your grips, you're making sure I got this and that. And You never do that when you just go tee it up and so you get out of your routine. Well, this is kind of like mentally getting out of your routine. You make the tour and all of a sudden, oh, okay, now that I'm here, i got to change something. Or I think it happens when a lot of guys win a tournament or win a major. Maybe they feel like now they got to actually change something else. That sounds crazy, but I think a lot of guys do feel like, oh, now that I'm here, I got to do this or that. Well, what what about the fact that what got you there, right? Yep. You know, Brandel Chambly had some comments in a Golf Week article this week that got a lot of attention, mostly because of the headline that it came off of. But it was about that, right? It was about you know these players like Matthew Wolf and. And, and other guys that, uh, you know, own their own swing. They're not trying to do anything different. They're not trying. And I think there was a time when the teacher said, look, you need to, you need to be in, in this position. You need to be in that position, whatever. You need to swing like this. You know, and there's guys like Tom Lehman, Jim Furyk, and, and others certainly, and especially the old school guys, they, they own their swing. They had it and they owned it. I mean, Raymond Floyd was mentioned in the article uh, by Brandel as like, you know, would you ever teach anyone to swing like Raymond Floyd? And yet, you know, he, obviously it worked for him. I can name you a couple guys, the most obvious current guy who had a radical swing change and played very well after it. Matt Kuchar was, was that guy. He changed his swing a lot. And so kudos to Chris O'Connell 
who was his, his, is his teacher, uh, there are not many teachers who can claim that and say, I radically changed a guy who was pretty good and made him better. So Cooch is one of those, but most of the time, I have a funny line, most of the time I hear a tour player say, I want to take it to the next level. They don't understand that the next level they're talking about is two levels down <laughs> from where they are right now, because that's usually what happens. Um, Tiger is an interesting study there in that he did change his swing a reasonable amount. Um, look, Twice. bottom line is from, well, at least eh, three times, at least three times or four times. And so, yep. and here's the thing though, if you're, if you were, standing four miles away and saw a guy swinging at any of those times, you would know that's Tiger Woods, wouldn't you? Yep. That's right. The swings weren't, they, yeah, they still had the pattern and everything. Kuchar, you wouldn't know that was Matt Kuchar, right? <laughs> those are two radically different looking swings. So Tiger changed to some degree, but kudos to him for being able to do that um, and be successful with it. I, you know, he, Pretty amazing. He, I think he won the same number of majors with Hank and, and with Butch, which is, I think it's something like that. It's pretty close. So, yeah, that's impressive. But most guys, yeah, they go away from, from things and, and get worse. It's, it's, I wouldn't prescribe it mm. at that level. Once you, you know, if you're good enough to get there, you got something really good, right? Yep, absolutely. Well, Caddy, that's all the time we have for today. Again, we gave you a whole hour, uh, you know, a week ago. So we, we got to cut you off at the short segment here. So sorry about that, man. But really good stuff as always. Well, that's okay. I mean, you know, most of America's not quite fully employed either right now. So I'll just join them. <laughs> Stay, Stay healthy, everybody. You too. We'll see you. There you go. That was America's favorite Caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Our conversation with Tom Lehman next right here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give 
you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to hoopsvision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you here on the show, and uh, really pleased and excited to welcome in our next guest to you know, he's a five-time winner on the PGA Tour. He's won a dozen times on the Champions Tour. Of course, uh, the 96 Open champion. He also was the captain of the Ryder Cup in 2006. And he shares a birthday with me, so it's always good to get him on in the month of March. Tom Lehman, kind enough to join us now. Hey, Tom, how are you? Hey, guys. Good to have you. First of all, how are you How are you handling the, uh, the new changes and the no golf? Yeah. Well, I know a lot of practice, which is uh, maybe that's a good thing. Heaven knows uh, I need to work on my short game, so it's what opportunity is it to uh, to kind of sharpen that up, and I'm hopefully using the time wisely. So you're in Arizona. Uh, you guys are still able to get out and play a little golf? We are, actually. In, 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 as we speak, my son Thomas and I and my three-month-old granddaughter are on the back nine. We're just kind of wrapping up the 18th hole and uh, going to go home and have some dinner. So, like you say, there's that silver lining in every cloud, and it's you know, the silver lining is way more family time, you know, which I really like. Yeah, no doubt about it. Tom, you know, you've had a great career. You've had an opportunity to play um, in major championships, win a major championship, Ryder Cups, that kind of thing. How did you get started in the game of golf? Oh, I would imagine like a lot of people, probably most most people, my dad uh, got me going. He, you know, avid golfer, he worked really hard at the game, was in love with the game, you know, had a real passion for it. Uh, and that passion, you know, fueled my passion. You know, I started just as a ball shagger and then a caddy. And then uh, once I had enough of doing that, I, you know, it's give me my own clubs and my own ball and let me take a crack at it. And I was probably about fifth grade. And, and uh, you know, so from that point on, it was uh, full speed ahead playing golf. You know, but being from Minnesota, it was three or four sports every year. You know, I was, you know, it was about a three-month-a-year golfer until I finished high school. Did it click to you right away? Like in, as a fifth grader, like you said, did it just come naturally to you? I always had the ability to hit a golf ball better than you know, really all of friends. I mean, I don't think there was ever a time uh, until I got onto the PGA Tour where I felt like there was anybody who 
the ball better. I mean, you know, you junior golf, amateur golf, college golf, I always feel like the people that I played against, I hit the ball better than anybody from the beginning. And um, just have a natural gift to kind of doing it, um, you know, in a little bit of a quirky way. I mean, my swing is not a, a classic swing by any means, but but there's some things that I do, and, and, and it's really repeatable. So, you know, from early on, I just try to hit a big hook, I think. Uh, I think you're aware of that shot, uh, hitting mm-hmm. a hook. So uh, um, every shot I hit, I hooked, no matter if it was a wedge or a driver or even a putt. You know, so I just uh, got really good at hooking. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, it used to be, Tom, that there was a time when it felt like everyone tried to position themselves and in particular, like there was a one correct way to swing a golf club. And it's kind of shifted from that now. And, and there was an interesting article by Brandel Chambly about that recently, about how it's it, people are owning it, the Matthew Wolfs and the and those that are just doing things their own way. And that's becoming more and more acceptable. Uh, do you have a school of thought one way or the other on that? Well, I, I think that all that really matters is where are you at impact? I mean, it, you know, are you, are you, it's like Bob Torrance, uh, Sam Torrance's father, the late Bob Torrance would say, you can do nine things wrong, but if you get the one thing right, you can be a heck of a player. If you do nine things right, but get the one thing wrong, you're going to be terrible. Mm. You know, so the, all that really matters is the strike. You know, how do you, where are you at the bottom at the ball? And um, I think that's, you know, you, you mentioned Matthew Wolf. I mean, I played with him at the 3M last year and, and he certainly does it his own way, you know, yep. and, uh, and to try to change that would be, you would ruin the guy. Um, you know, and so I think more than anything, and we've talked about this a lot lately with some of the guys that I know and younger players, especially is, is more than anything, you have to know what you do, right. You have to know what it is that makes your swing work, you know, to, to not understand why your swing works. Um, you're, you're setting yourself up to let somebody change the one thing maybe that you do well. So um, once you kind of know what makes it work, uh, you, you'll never be inclined to change that. And uh, I think that's a really important piece of the puzzle. And maybe that's why these young guys, you know, are so willing to be um, a little bit different is that they understand what makes it work. You know, you, you mentioned some things uh, there that you never felt like anybody hit the ball better than you did um, going up through high school and college and junior golf and act, actually that that kind of thing. When when did you or how long did it take you to get from college golf out onto the PGA tour? Well, it, it didn't take long to get on the tour. It took a long time to actually be good enough to stick with the tour. I, I finished college and then I got my tour card immediately. And then I lost it after a year, requalified, lost it, requalified, and then lost it uh, for like seven or eight years. You know, so I was good enough to actually get my card, but I wasn't good enough to be a successful tour player. Uh, so it took, you know, quite a while to learn, to trust my game and to, you know, let my confidence level, you know, kind of grow to the point where actually my game probably was. I think my game was good enough, but I didn't have the confidence I needed to, uh, to trust that game. So, you know, that was the process. Tom Lehman joining us here on Real Golf Radio. A couple of things that stand out to me, of course, is, you know, Royal Litham and St. Anne's 1996 Open Championship and and then the Country Club of Brookline, the 99 Ryder Cup. Um, you know, we, we were fortunate. We just started this show in 1999. That was the, the our first year on the air, and it's been 21 years now. Uh, but I remember having you on the show right after that Ryder Cup, and, and it just gives me goosebumps even thinking back on it. But when you think of those two moments, do they stand out for you? Uh, the way that they do for me thinking about your career and what you're involved in? Uh, yeah, I think for different reasons too. The, uh, you know, the, the British open, I, I had been really close 
in several majors leading up to that. So it just felt like it was a matter of time. And, uh, you know, so the, the winning that was, um, validation, you know, a validation of the hard work, a validation of, of believing that I was good enough to win and, and then actually proving it and doing it. And, um, so I would say it was no surprise to me, but it just it, it certainly felt good to prove that I was capable. Um, the, the Ryder cup, now that was a whole different animal that, you know, being a, a team, a team event and growing up playing team sports, you know, there really still is n- nothing like, um, doing something, you know, significant or achieving something monumental uh, as a team where you can share it all together. And I think that was the special part of that Ryder cup team was, is, you know, at the time, the biggest comeback in the history of the Ryder cup to do it in, in Boston that, you know, with the fans that they have there and with a group of guys that we had, if we go back and look at that team, it was quite a team, you know, Payne Stewart was on that team. and Tiger was on the team, Phil Duvall, you know, the list goes on Davis love, Hal Sutton. I mean, we had, we had quite a team, uh, Jim Furyk, you know, so to kind of be able to share that whole thing, Marco Mira was on that team. So the name's Jeff Maggard. Um, anyway, just to be able to share it with, with all of those guys, uh, you know, and celebrate the victory and, uh, enjoy the battle together. I mean, that's what kind of makes it special. And, um, you know, certainly one of the, I think that Sunday may be the most exciting day of golf I've ever experienced. Mm. No matter what, no matter what, if it, you know, major championships, uh, whatever it might be. I, I think uh, that Sunday was, it was probably the top one day ever. And, and you had a phenomenal coach or a phenomenal captain in Ben Crenshaw. What did he tell yeah. you guys that night before that, uh, that kind of got you guys going or fired up? You know, he didn't really say a whole lot. You know, we, I think more than that, we, we watched, you know, from the locker room, we watched the press conference. So you know, we finished the, the day's play on Saturday and everybody was sitting in the locker room. There's snacks in there and drinks and, and everybody was kind of just unwinding and, you know, getting something to eat and, and watching Ben, uh, who was over in the media room and listening to his, his interview. And, uh, you know, I, we all remember him, you know, kind of looking, leaning forward and pointing his finger and, you know, just saying that, uh, you know, the, um, that the country club has always been good to Americans and the 17th hole in particular has always been good to Americans, but the country club has always been good to Americans. And, and that I've got a good feeling about this, <laughs> you know? So I think the, you know, that whole attitude of, you know, cause Ben is a little bit, you know, mystical. It's a little bit, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's bagger Vance before there was bagger Vance type thing. You know, he's, he's that kind of, uh, a guy and, and, and that, and, and, but in the best of all possible ways where you actually believe what he says, you actually believe, you know, because he's so genuine, he's so real. And that's so to hear him say that he had a good feeling and that, you know, the course has always been good to Americans. It gave everybody a lot of hope. And then I got to, you know, then going forward to the next morning, actually, sorry, just a little bit later when the draw came out, I think everybody looked at the draw and said, Holy smokes, you know what? We can, you know, we, we can, you know, we can win this thing. I, you know, we all kind of felt clearly that we had the best, uh, the best player in nearly every match and that we could actually get off and maybe win the first six or seven or eight matches in a row. And, uh, which I think is, exactly what happened. And I remember years later, yes, like Jesper Parnik was telling me that he was on the, the driving range warming up that Sunday morning and looked at the, at the pairings and he turned to Lance Tembrook, which is caddy and says, Lance, there's no way we can win. I don't even think we're going to win one match today. This is a, wow. there's no way we, we can win this. Really? You know, and he was pretty, wow. he was pretty much right. And you <laughs> led the charge, right? If I remember right, you're first out. 
Yeah, I was first first off against Lee Westwood, and, and then the second off was uh, Darren Clark played uh, Hal Sutton, and you know we were, I thought we were big um, favorites in those matches for the simple fact that they both had played every match up to that point, and uh, you know I watched them. Um, I actually played, we actually played them, uh, Phil and I on Saturday, and they were just absolutely worn out. I mean, they were you could see they were just so tired. So I kind of feel like, um, you know, that's so much golf and, and, uh, I felt like we were both relatively fresh and, and playing well. And, and so we were the, the favorites in those matches simply because, uh, they're fatigued. And then, uh, which was actually the case. We both won pretty easily and then the, the route was on. <laughs> so great. And then of course, Justin Leonard rolling in that putt. And, uh, the, the scene that ensued is, is one that's just, uh, I think we talked to you at the time and you'd, you know, the, the Europeans kind of threw some sour grapes on there, but I remember you saying, it was just pure joy. It, there was no script there. It just, it just the moment overtook you, and that was just a, a natural reaction. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, would you expect the Patriots, you know, coming from thirty-five points down against the Falcons to just kind of sit there and go, oh, "Well, just another win." You know, no. I think you saw emotion. You know, when they finally won that game or took the lead. Um, you know, in sports, you, you just you know, when you're laying it all out there and there's so much emotion and so much passion and then the crowd gets behind you, there's virtually no way to, to not be uh, emotional about what's going on on the, on the, the field of play. And, you know, so it's, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, it was like 43 seconds uh, of people kind of piling on Justin Leonard before Jose Maria could kind of get down to business, which I think if we all could do it over, we would take those 43 seconds back. But, uh, I really don't think at the end of the day that it really um, affected anybody all that much. And um, Jose Maria is a professional. He handled like a professional and nobody stepped in his line. So, you know, that's part of, part of sports deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's great to talk to you. I know you got dinner uh, waiting for you. I appreciate you spending some time and kind of reliving those moments. Uh, you're, you're a great professional. You're in your own right. And uh, we appreciate the times that we've had to chat with you uh, over the years on the show. So thanks for sharing some time right. with us. Hey, 21 years. That's amazing. Congratulations to you guys about that. But it's always fun to be with you, too. All right. Thanks, Thanks. Tom. Appreciate it. Tom Lehman joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. At the first tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf. We teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. uh, Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. 
Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Wind, play your best golf. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flash Face SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on the show. Again, you can find us online at realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf, and at realgolfradio is where you can find us on our other social channels. Continuing uh, our discussions with some of our our favorite guys that uh, that we've had a chance to meet and come across, and uh, certainly excited to welcome in our next guest. Going a little tech talk here and talk a, a little more deep dive into golf bags. And uh, Nate Adelman is uh, our next guest. He's from Callaway Golf and joining us right now. Hey, hey, Nate, how are you, man? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. It's an honor to join you. Oh, it's good to have you on. And of course, you know how all this works because uh, you do the, the same thing with Callaway. You guys host the fitting room every Monday and uh, normally on uh, the PGA Tour Network on Sirius XM, but also on your podcast channel as well. Uh, that, that, you, you've been doing that for a couple of years now, haven't you? The fitting room is now 120 episodes in on the podcast. Uh, it's been about four or five years and then uh, about Three years ago, we did our first show on Sirius XM, and it was about a once-a-month thing. And every year, they kind of want us more and more. So now we're weekly, every Monday night on Sirius XM, PJ Tour Radio, really just helping golfers demystify the complex world of equipment. You know, there's a lot of technical specifications. There's a lot of variables. Like, every, no two clubs are the same. And uh, we like to help, uh, you know, uh, you know, bust some myths, I guess I would say. Yeah. Bust some myths for golfers on on how the equip- they can best use the equipment to help their game. You talked about being on the PGA Tour Network and um, a once-a-week show. How often do you come out with the podcast? The podcast is also every Monday as well. Um, so we just did an episode. Uh, actually, it, 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 it sounds crazy, but this may be one of my favorite episodes. 
We did an episode this week that launched that was just about lie angle. Imagine that. 30 wow. minutes on just lie angle. It's not nearly as boring as you might think it sounds. <laughs> I love I love that. Well, since we don't have 30 minutes to go into lie angle, what was the what's the Cliff Notes version from your podcast? And the, not to give it all away because we want people to go uh, out to to your uh, podcast site and download it and listen to you. But what what's sort of the what's the Cliff Note version on that? Well, I think a lot of golfers when they're tinkering with their clubs or going through fittings their mind is going towards, you know, the more sexy things like what shaft am I using? What head am I using? Um, you know, things like, uh, like the things that are more obvious or things that people talk about a lot. But oftentimes if you're looking at order of magnitude of affecting your ball flight, uh, Lyngle and loft are probably the top two, at least like with the driver, for example. But, Lyngle is like in the top one or two things that when you adjust it, you have a direct impact to the way that you see ball flight, the way that you, uh, you, you your performance of your club. And yeah. uh, it's often something that golfers don't even think about. They never check. They never bother asking a fitter about it. Usually in a fitting, it's the last thing that you do, just kind of like checking the boxes. Um, and we just kind of wanted to get the word out there that it's certainly something every golfer should be uh, know exactly what their angle is on every club. I love that. So if you just search fitting room podcast at your favorite podcaster site, you're going to be able to download that and find out more about lie angle, huh? Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. And it's on, awesome. on CallawayGolf.com as well. You have a link to all the CallawayGolf.com yeah. slash podcast, as well as, uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, all the usual suspects. Perfect. That's awesome. All right. I'm down. Look, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a geek. I, I'll, I'll bite. I, I, Brian I'm gonna, is I'm a go. geek. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I, one of my well, favorite us- things about it is, is being able to, you know, we've been fortunate. I've said this before. We've been fortunate to be able to get to, to know the manufacturers and spend some time doing some of this custom fitting that, that I, I would say in the beginning, 20 years ago, when we started this, it was kind of a little bit of an inside thing that not everyone got a chance to experience, but club fittings come so far that you can nearly get a tour fit if not actually get a tour fit or a manufacturer's fitting experience at many different places, right? I mean, that that experience is so more widely available now than it was maybe even five or six years ago. Yeah, as the cost of launch monitors have come down, it's allowed there to be a lot more locations to do fitting. And if you go to uh, a Callaway Performance Center or some of the top uh, fitters like TrueSpec or Cool Clubs or any of those places, you actually get a more comprehensive fit than most tour players even want. Mm. A lot of the tour players, they you know, they kind of know what they like. They know what they, what looks right to them. They know what ball flight they want, and they're actually much lower maintenance than some you know twelve handicaps that roll up the street who who want a tour level experience. So you can get as good as anyone in the world when you go to some of those places for fittings now. So Bob, you heard what he said right there. Yeah. So when Dave Neville tells me I'm more high maintenance than his tour guys, yes, it's it's the actual truth. It's the truth, right? So it's yep. he's not even stretching it. Yep, it's Dave, the actual Dave, truth. Dave Dave could never tell a lie, so believe whatever he tells you. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm I'm sitting here looking at my monitor, my screen on my laptop, and I'm seeing some beautiful golf bags by Callaway. Tell us a little bit of, or start telling us a little bit about those. Yeah, so the uh, the 2020 line of Callaway golf bags is an exciting one, completely redesigned from 
uh, the previous years. And one of the biggest innovations, you know, Callaway Golf across the board, uh, we have a culture of innovation and pushing the limits and, you know, making things that perform better for golfers. Uh, and every sandbag this year actually features a brand new technology that I haven't seen anything like it, but it's a new strap system. It's, it's, uh, straps tend to be the thing that golf bag companies think of last. You know, they worry about making the bag. They worry about making it look, look cool, meet a certain weight. And then it's like, Ooh, we got to add the straps. And it's not usually a place where the companies are putting costs into but the straps, especially for anyone who carries a bag, uh, or, I mean, if you're walking 18 holes, it's really important. Even if you're carrying the bag uh, to and from your car, uh, that's the part that's actually interacting with your body. So the, the, the new strap innovation is called the OptiFit Comfort Strap. It doesn't roll. It doesn't crease. Uh, it distributes the weight really nicely um, using, you know, high-tech foam um, that has ripples in it. Um, so that it doesn't slide on your shoulders either. So every sandbag in the Cali lineup, whether you want a, a bag that's under three pounds, the Hyperlite Zero, a lightest bag, uh, I think that I know of, lightest full-size bag in the world, um, up to if you want a 14-way top that's still light enough to carry, the Fairway 14, anywhere in between, you can get a bag that's going to be easy to carry, uh, regardless of what size or storage needs or weight weight requirements that you have. Nate Adelman, Callaway Golf, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And I'll tell you what, Nate, I think your timing on this it couldn't be better. I know that this time is is a little tough. Not a little. It's really tough for, for most of us. But if you do have an opportunity to get out and play, the golf courses that are still open, most of them have restricted cart use, but you can still walk the golf courses. So I found myself out at the club the other day and I walked 18 holes for the first time this year. And let me tell you what, my legs are out of shape, man. I mean, it, it was it was a little <laughs> bit of a struggle. But um, Hemphill had talked me into trying the the Hyperlite Zero from last year. So I, that's the bag that I've been using. And I took all my crap out of it before I went out. And, and by the way, I'm you know what would you say those are three pounds or less? I'm pretty sure I had about eight pounds of crap in it. So I took all that out, and and it was surprised. Like it, I I I I enjoy carrying more than I enjoy pushing a, a push cart. And so from that aspect, the bag was phenomenal. Um, the strap, I do like the self leveling that that one had on last year. But what you're talking about that new foam, that's what I don't have. And, and you, I ended up fiddling with the strap a lot during my 18 holes. So what you're saying, I think, is going to resonate with, you know, maybe even more and more golfers than ever before. And especially as we're all at home for the next uh, couple months, you know, you got to avoid the, uh, gaining the COVID-19, you know, so you got to walk more. That's it. Yep. You said gain COVID-19. Are you talking about the 19 pounds that I'm going to gain from stress eating at home? <laughs> it's like your freshman – the freshman 15 for everybody this month, you know, COVID-19. So, I'm halfway there, man. I'm halfway there. <laughs> so, so you said it comes in a double strap and it also comes in a single strap. Tell us, tell us why back to the single strap. Yeah. So there's, um, there's a lot of clubs, you know, out there that are caddy, caddy clubs where you have to gotcha. take a caddy or people prefer to carry with, with one strap. Um, so we give you the choice. We're uh, we're not here to tell you uh, whether you should use one strap or two strap. It's up to the golfer and how they use their bag. But I will tell you, if you do play a lot with uh, with uh, a caddy, 
if you have that single strap for them and you have uh, like the Hyperlite Zero bag for them, they're definitely going to give you better reads on the green for sure. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see that? It's going to improve your game because your caddy's going to give you better reads because you're providing him with him a better experience when he's toting you your bag, exactly. right? Exactly. So talk us through some of the other technology in there. Obviously, the strap is awesome. Uh, it's super lightweight. Speaking of the Hyperlite Zero. Uh, but you've also, I mean, I mean, I love that you've actually considered what people, you know, do today and how we play golf. I mean, all of us carry a cell phone. There's a cell phone sleeve in there. I, I've enjoyed that with my with last year's HL Zero. Yeah, I think uh, the HL Zero is a special bag because it's really the pinnacle of all the technology. It's got carbon fiber legs. It's got an ultra lightweight but durable fabric. It still has a fleece line valuable pockets. It's waterproof, so you get caught, you know, in a little water, your phone will be okay. Um, and then, of course, it's really comfortable. So that bag is very specific for the golfer who wants to walk. But if you look across all the bags, they really take into account user experience, making sure that, you know, if it's a bag that's designed to be, be used both on a cart or, or with legs, it's still going to have a cart trap pass-through so you don't lose access to any of your pockets. It's going to have place for your valuables. It's going to have place for snacks and drinks. Um, a jacket, uh, and then, of course, uh, golf balls. You know, golf balls is the sneaky one that, that can always add weight. You know, if you're packing a dozen or more golf balls, that's, that's a few extra pounds in the bag. So, uh, uh, you know, that's probably my, my tip to all, all the golfers out there who, who do are concerned about the weight of their bag is bring only as many golf balls as you need for that round. Yeah, there's there's no question about it. The last thing I got to ask you about, and it seems like a little thing, but that the, to me, the little things in golf bags make the biggest difference. You mentioned the seven pockets, but it also says on the website, including a tea pocket. Tell me about that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, usually fourteen times per round, you got to tee it up, and so no one likes when they have to dig to the bottom of their bag to find teas and get their hands poked, and uh, you know, have teas. Uh, just loose in the bag. So just trying to consider everything, you know, got to keep, keep golfers hands safe. Fair Love enough. It. I mean, I, that, that's the problem I have. I'm digging around. I got ball markers. I got all kinds of stuff. And then these tees are poking. So uh, a designated tee pocket. I like it. Well done, sir. Uh, well, Nate, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. And like I said, I know it's, it's a, it's a strange time, but uh, where you can, I think the social distancing, walking, you know, being smart out on the golf course in the fresh air can just be an absolutely great place to be where, where that's available to you. So uh, certainly encourage you to still get out and do that when you can. And, and uh, hopefully that, takes uh, some of the stress and uh, burden of being otherwise isolated um, a little bit easier. So, Nate, thanks for your time, man. Always good to visit with you. Yeah, it was fun, guys. Thank you. You got it. Nate Adelman joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Check it out, CallawayGolf.com, and go right into the to the golf bags. I, I, I can't say enough. I've been using the Zero, the Hyperlite Zero, for a year now, 100% on board. It absolutely is still 100% functioning as it was a year ago through all the rounds. And I also, a little plug-in for the new – uh, some of the new colorways they have in there, including a USA version with the American yes, like flag that. logo. Fantastic, uh, especially in a Ryder Cup year, if this, in fact, 
turns out to be a Ryder Cup year or yes. or not. So we'll see as that continues to develop. Anyway, thanks to Nate Adelman. Uh, you can check him out on Twitter as well, Fitting Room Podcast. Be sure to download that and find out more on Lie Angle, and I'm sure more on Golf Bags coming up. All right, short break. Show continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, fairway woods, irons, and hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, it's been a fun show today. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Again, sorry that everybody's kind of stuck where they are, but look, for the health of everybody, we are doing what we can, and hopefully you enjoy our conversations here. It's not the same as being out playing golf. 
It's not the same as watching the professional tours, but hopefully at least gives you a little bit of taste in your mouth and uh, gives you something to do and a little bit of a diversion from the stresses that are uh, occurring all around us at this point in time. So really appreciate Johnny Thompson, tour rep for Callaway Golf, for stopping by. Loved that visit. Really good stuff with him. The caddy, Tom Lehman, really great, awesome stuff. Nate Adelman from Callaway Golf as well. Just appreciate everybody for swinging by. And my takeaway, Bob, shoot, Tom Lehman, the story that he shared about Jesper Parnovic on the range at the 99 Ryder Cup? Are you kidding me? That was priceless. Never heard that before, and it was awesome to hear him tell that story and his feelings about that whole thing um, from the night before when uh, the captain said they were going to win. They had a feeling. Old old gentle Ben. That's going to do it for us. For our producer, Dave Glauser, he's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks again for tuning in right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. It's been real. 